Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Cheyenne Irwin is a singer, songwriter and multi-instrumentalist who grew up in the Hunter region of New South Wales and currently lives in Newcastle. She released the album Out of This Town last year and she has a brand new single, Where I Want to Be. So we're going to chat about at least both of those things. Hi, Cheyenne. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very pleased to be talking to you about your music. I'm actually going to start with the multi-instrumentalist part because you play guitar, violin, flute and mandolin. Which came first? Um, I would say violin and maybe flute. Can't really remember. I don't play much of the flute anymore, but violin is, yeah, definitely up there now. So you learned that as a child? Yeah, I did. Um, I learned at the Musselbrook Conservatory of Music and um, doing classical music. Mm -hmm. So when did you add guitar and mandolin? Um, so I think guitar came around when I was about 10 years old, the same with mandolin. Mandolin was kind of just like a fun hobby. Um, it's, it's fun to play, but, um, I got into guitar and yeah, then vocals came with that and started writing songs from, yeah, the age of 10. So when you learned guitar, because you were already playing violin, did you learn guitar as in by reading music or was that more just learning chords and sort of having to forget what you knew about reading music? Yes. So guitar was completely different to violin. So I learned guitar just by playing chords. My dad um, plays guitar, so he kind of taught me how to play and the different strumming patterns. And I think there was a time in my life where I got a few um, lessons um, here and there, but but generally self-taught or taught by dad. Um, so when yeah. you, you said you started singing, is it coming with guitar? Is that because you were playing guitar and thinking, oh, I'd quite like to, you know, I think songs are a thing here, even, you know, covering other people's songs. Um, growing up, I, I always used to sing. I used to sing to random people and just I, I was one of those kids that wouldn't care what other people thought. Um, but um, I think I really, really like was knew that I could sing when I started playing guitar and I knew that I'm very passionate about singing. So, yeah, and then kind of blossomed from that. <laughs> yeah. When you said you're one of those kids who didn't care what other people thought, I actually think, you know, it, it, that can be so beaten out of kids in particular. Um, you know, well, I, without, you know, with adults we get self-conscious or teenagers we get self-conscious, but partly I think, you know, kids are just this pure force of, often music and dance and things like that. And it's not until some adult says, well, what do you think you're doing that they stop? So clearly for you, you just, you just felt the force. Yes. I just let it ride. Yeah. It was, I just loved it. And I loved dancing too. Um, That was also my fave. Right. So when you were a kid and starting to sing songs with guitar, uh, what songs, like whose music were you interested in? Um, A lot of country music artists such as, Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> I loved her old country, um, as well as um, like Dolly Parton. I uh, sang a lot of her songs, um, the Dixie Chicks. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's too many to name. A lot of Australian country music artists, such as Casey Chambers, mm-hmm. um, Ashley Dallas, Catherine Brewer, too many to name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and was that because it was on at home, that music? Yes, 
Yes, and it, I was always surrounded by it. My mum and dad would take me to a lot of um, artist gigs and the Tamworth Country Music Festival. I think I've been there every single year, honestly, and um, I just watched them and I was just I was just like, wow, I want to be like them. And I think it was about age 13, they um, took me um, to the Tamworth Country Music Festival um, to busk because um, I really wanted to. Yeah. I was I was very excited. <laughs> as opposed to nervous, which is good. Um, so did you busk every day through the festival? I think when I was 13, I pretty much, yeah, busk for a really long time. Like I, I reckon every day. Yeah, right. I, I was probably on the street for like every day, maybe four to five hours. Yeah, right. A very good training <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a musical yeah. artist. Um, but given your musical abilities from childhood, going to Tamworth must have seemed like Christmas, like a 10-day Christmas, given the festival goes for that long. It must have been so exciting. It was, and I loved just watching all the artists and meeting people and just being there with family. It was hot and sweaty but good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, think, I think it's a guaranteed um, heat experience. Yes, absolutely. So when did songwriting start for you? Um, about age, I'd say 13, mm -hmm. uh, probably a little bit before then, but I, not from what I can remember. I think 13 was when I wrote my first actual song mm -hmm. and um, that was actually um, put on my first album. So ah. Country Pop Stars song. So that yeah. was my first Right. Yeah. And so was that again an extension of you just as you know you you started to sing when you were playing guitar? Was writing songs an extension of that activity? You thought, okay, well now I've got these abilities, I can do this with it as well. Yeah, because I um I never really I could never really write lyrics by themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, it would have to come with me playing chords, and then the lyrics would come from that. Mm -hmm. And I usually would write about my own experiences and my dreams. And yeah, that's kind of where country pop star came from. That was my dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, as you were writing songs, were you just sort of collecting them, thinking, "Oh, maybe one day I'll record them," or it was more just writing was something that you had to do, and it didn't matter if you weren't going to use them at all. Yeah, writing was just, uh, it was an outlet for, it still is an outlet for me. And I kind of just wrote as many songs as I could. Um, and they just kept piling up. And then I decided that why not record them? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's a, yeah, it is a really big deal. It's because um, you are still a young artist and um, it's, it's, it's a commitment to make an album. Um, and also a statement, really, because you're basically announcing that you've arrived as an artist. It's not just a single here or there. Yeah, definitely. And I think putting that album that I put out was kind of just my journey of my young teenage teenage years. Um, and, yeah, so I'm very keen to be releasing more and excited that this new single is out because it's um, a bit of a new style and a, um, yeah, new halfway <laughs> yeah and it is um it is a brand new song and now it describes it so where I want to be is the single and it describes the experience of moving away from home and adjusting to new circumstances was writing the song a way of managing that experience definitely uh, um yeah so I wrote the song last year and yeah like you said I moved away from home into the city to pursue my dreams of music and I yeah I had that feeling of 
the sadness and like loneliness built inside me. And I just, I, I didn't know, like I, some days I would just feel like, like down and I just didn't know how to let it out. Um, mm-hmm. But then I songwriting um, really helped that. And I just let it all out and it was an outlet for me. So yeah, it came flowing out and <laughs> here we are. It's <laughs> out. <laughs> and although the song is about loneliness and being alone, um, having moved away, it's also about realizing that this place where you don't belong is where you're meant to be as the lyric goes. So just do you sometimes have to still remind yourself that, you know, even though you may be getting lonely, it's the place you're meant to be? Yeah, definitely. And um, during those times, um, at the end of the day, um, I just thought to myself, this is really what I what I'm here for. I'm here to pursue my dreams. It's what I want to do. And I just have to keep going and keep pushing through, even if even if I'm feeling like this, um, there will be better days. Mm -hmm. So you are in Newcastle to study a Bachelor of Music, um, which is a very structured way of pursuing musical dreams. So why did you decide that tertiary education was the best path for you? Um, I've I've always been passionate about um, teaching music um, Mm -hmm. as well as learning and growing myself. Um, But I don't know. It's just something that I just love and I love helping students grow um, into the like best version of themselves and I mean I, I teach as my job at the moment and I love it it's it's just a rewarding job honestly yeah um so what's a day in the life like for you as a student obviously you're doing some teaching but I would imagine that that there's quite a lot of variety in what you're doing oh definitely so day in the life probably go to uni <laughs> um I definitely go to uni um and then I'd have work in the night um usually three times um a week um work in the night and two days of uni so it's not a lot but it's great and usually friday saturday or sunday i'll usually have like two gigs or a one gig and so do you have sorry go on you go it's all music basically (laughs) it's seven days a week music but i'm also wondering if because you're doing tertiary studies you have to practice those other instruments that just because you're playing gigs that's that's one way of of, you know practicing your instrument I guess but if you're incorporating mandolin for example or violin into your studies do you have to make time to practice those um definitely um at the moment I'm only teaching um vocals and violin Mm -hmm. as those were the main instruments I grew up um, learning and I did exams for um, definitely violin I've done exams for um, so that's what I'm teaching at the moment and mandolins it's sort of a hobby instrument I'm not like the greatest at it but um, it's the exact same as violin um, the string so okay. um, I kind of can wrap my head around mandolin and um, violin at the same time um, yeah so kind of yeah I, I do practice and I always find um, resources and the best like, things to um, help my students with. So, mm-hmm. and are you teaching small children, middle-sized children, adults? Who are you teaching the music to? Um, so I'm at an academy, um, two academies, and I teach. Yeah, from the age of five, it can honestly be up to the age of forty, even higher. Um, but at the moment, my youngest is five, and I have a seventeen-year-old. Um, yeah, great. And you said, you know, you love teaching as a way of um, partly as a way of helping people to express themselves. Um, And I guess it's, you know, that's a testament to the power of music. And for you, 
I imagine it's impossible to even think of being without music for expression and and just for enjoyment too. Oh, definitely. It's always been in my life and if it was not there, I don't know (laughs) what what I'd do. Um, But, yeah, it's something that I want to keep in my life definitely. So I think um, teaching music um, is just expanding that more and helping students um, you know, express their creativity and find who they are as a musician and, yeah, grow as musicians. Yeah, and put their music out into the world as you're doing. Um, and now you do seem to like studying because you have been a student at the Junior Academy of Country Music and also the Senior Academy of Country Music. And before we started recording, you told me that you're actually going back to the Senior Academy but on the instrumental course. So what is it about Academy that's so good? <laughs> Um, there's so much I could talk about um, with Academy, but I just, I love it so much being surrounded by like-minded people um, who love us, are passionate as me, as passionate as me. Um, but I just, yeah, I, there's so much to learn at Academy that I I just want to go back and learn more and um, just kind of expand my knowledge and um, grow as a mus- musician. Um, but especially the instrumentalist course, I get to, um, be in the band setting and take a step back from um, being at the front and kind of apply my fiddle skills in a band s- setting and learn more and I guess keep country fiddle alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I imagine you might get to work with Ashley Dallas if you're doing that then because she's a fantastic yeah. fiddler. <laughs> Definitely. And um, Gabby Blissett, um, she was actually my teacher for a um, while, um, when I uh, was growing up and she's actually playing the fiddle on my new single where I want to be. So, yeah. So, I mean, obviously you have a life that's completely infused by music and it is a commitment um, to to a path of being an artist as well. And even though it seems like it's inevitable, is it sometimes a little bit scary because, you know, this is not necessarily an environment or a society where art is easy. There's probably no country where it is. But do you ever feel like, oh, maybe I should just, do accounting or something. (laughs) I mean, I'll tell you a little secret. When I, uh, my dream job was actually to be an orthodontist. Um, So I actually, I actually, um, for when I was doing my HSC, they um, were like, the the teachers were like, you need to put in your preference for unis. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do? And my dream ever since, um, like I was very little, was to be an orthodontist, oh. but also a musician. Right. <laughs> so um, I, my top preference was orthodontist, um, mm-hmm. just to see if I would get in. Um, but then I think it was about year halfway through year 11, almost year 12, I decided that music is what I want to do. And I, I just couldn't like leave it. Mm-hmm. And I know it could have always been on the side as a hobby and just there, yeah. um, I needed it, but um yeah teaching music and like even my music teachers they inspired me to want to teach um so I think that's what kind of led me in that direction um but yeah just knew it is what I wanted to do yeah it does seem like yes your whole I would imagine you were a very musical baby too because it just involved in music for so long oh definitely I was I was always in talent quest always at um student concerts (laughs) but yeah and like even now I some days are hard I mean like especially at uni um where things can get tough um while I'm doing the music course but I just kind of 
keep pushing through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it is, and, uh, you know, as I said earlier, it sounds like you're doing seven days a week because you are playing gigs as well. So if people want to see you play, I'm, I presume around Newcastle, you're mostly playing. Do you have regular spots or you're moving around a bit? Um, yeah, I'm moving uh, sort of around a bit. I always play at um, the wineries, so Sadler, Sadler's Creek's Wines mm-hmm. um, in Picolbin. Um Newcastle area. Um, I've been playing at Vincent Street um, in Cessnock. Mm-hmm. Um, Newcastle area, I would say. I'm always playing at the University of Newcastle, doing right. gigs for them. Right. <laughs> um, outside of that, um, I kind of move around mm-hmm. in Newcastle. So if you're playing at the Vineyard, obviously it's back in the Hunter region. It's not too far. But it's not exactly yeah. 10 minutes down the road, but not too far. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then you'll be heading back to Tamworth, obviously, for Senior Academy, but do you have some shows lined up as well for the festival? Yes, I do. Um, I have a few individual shows and a few group shows, um, which will be all over my socials very, very soon. Um, but I also have a website, shinoan.com.au, mm-hmm. um, where like you guys can check out um, what, where I'm, what I'm up to and where the gigs are at, um, where the Tamworth um, Country Music Festival gigs will be. On. Mm-hmm. So you've released this brand new single, um, which suggests to me that that you're on a trajectory of new music because it's not a single that's on the album. So do you have plans to record and release some new songs fairly soon? I I would also, my betting, you're working towards a new album. Yeah. Um, yes, that has been, yes, um, in the thought process. Um, but um, at the moment, I'm going to just try and complete my music degree, but maybe record a new single next year. I'm not too sure um, what my plans are, but hopefully in the future, I definitely want to record um, an album because I, I have enough songs for an album. So <laughs> maybe another album. Um, yeah, coming in a few years, maybe. Yeah. So you also, um, so you obviously keep up a songwriting practice. If you have enough songs for an album already, are you a songwriter who just keeps writing as much as you can? Um, yes, but not really. Um, I like to write from my personal experiences. Um, at the moment, I have like nothing going on in my life that's interesting. So um, not much songwriting going there. But um, when I do get in a songwriter's block, I'll just choose a topic and just just write about it um but um yeah I'm writing here and there um not all the time but just whenever I feel like it and it's I'm not always planning when I'm going to um songwrite it's always just whenever I'm feeling if I pick up my guitar and I start singing and playing and write a song then then it will happen I guess Hmm. um I hate to break it to you but from the outside your life does look very interesting (laughs) because you said there's nothing interesting going on like you're just like you're a creativity machine. <laughs> you had to be like a, you're living in musical flow. That seems very interesting to me. <laughs> I think my musical creativity gets strained on the outside, <laughs> but oh. in the inside, it's yeah. Um, but hopefully soon I'll start writing some more songs. Um, but yeah, maybe the Tamworth Country Music Festival will get me inspired. I reckon it will. That's true. It's always always amazing to me to hear about the connections musicians make with each other at that festival and the collaborations that come out of it. And you know, you meet either another songwriter or a producer or a musician, and it tends to lead to a lot of music. As does Academy. Yeah, 
Definitely. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited and especially, well, hopefully I'll get to um, write with other people. I'm sure I will. Um, I'm not sure <laughs> the instrumental course might be a bit different. Maybe I'll write in an instrumental piece, who knows? Um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, Cheyenne, as you said, people can go to your website um, to to find out where you will be appearing at the Tamworth Country Music Festival and elsewhere. And in the meantime, people can look at your, well, listen to your single, Where I Want to Be. Um, yeah. And I'm sure I'll be talking to you again at some point because I'm very confident you'll have new music. <laughs> so it was lovely to talk to you today. It was lovely to talk to you too. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.